presentations. Hell yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey. I'm Louie. I am Sean. <laughs> uh, what's up, Chris? <laughs> Someone's I in love already? the comment. God dang, already. Hell he's yeah. He's in here. He's, uh, he's our biggest fan, man. Wait, Chris who? That's one of my friends, Chris. Oh, hey, Chris. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Um, uh, but today we have episode 11. It's the uh, Mysteries of the Nazi Occult. It's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed doing some research on this. Fucking but before Nazis. we get started... Make sure you follow us on the Facebook, the Instagram. Well, we'll get started. We'll dig into it. Um, it's a bunch of weird shit with this one, which is uh, quite entertaining. Um, oh, thank you. Start out with a little what's bit. the name of this whiskey here, Rapor? This is called the Whistler. The Whistler. Yep. And this is uh, Nate's uh, number one recommendation. Yep. Nate Sturm's number one recommendation for a Irish whiskey. Finished, <coughs> finished in sherry casks under fifty dollars. Hmm. Okay, that's not bad. Very specific. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he has two choices. This is number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, so we'll start off, man. I mean, pretty sure uh, we all went to school. Everyone listening has been to school. We understand the Nazis and what they did, and they're bad. What they're okay. kind of represented for and. Uh, you know, pretty much the lives of 15 million people. But wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, uh, this wasn't just like a bad idea gone wrong. It was like a bad idea pumped up by your friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what this all feels like. And everybody else on the outside is like, dude, what the fuck? Have you seen what old Hyrex's doing? Oh, oh shit. I didn't really think he'd do it. Dude. <laughs> the movies are true. <laughs> No, it's just just imagine living in this time where this was going on, and imagine if you weren't, you know, an American, but you were a European at this. It had to feel like in that era. fiction. It had to feel like there's no well, fucking way. Like, it literally felt like probably people were like probably propagating Armageddon type stuff. This I, you know, world shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, not trying to get too deep into a totally different subject that's related, but it's probably got to feel like the past two years have felt here in, in the United States, <laughs> like just crazy shit. Like, coming up in news stories, we're like, that cannot be real. <laughs> Holy shit, that's actually happening. People are letting this happen? Yeah. Right. What the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, we can make a bunch of connections with what's going on. Oh, but, uh, geez, that's a whole fucking other episode. Oh, shit. I meant to say, on my freaking, I'm, I, I kind of, you guys are going to be upset. On my uh, way back from Colorado, I did not get a chance to take a picture next to Blucifer. In the uh, Denver oh, airport, yeah, yeah, I fucking yeah. tried to. We fucking went for it. Hey, you know the story about that, right? You know the story. Leave, leave now. I, man, <laughs> I, we tried. So, and it wasn't my house. We tried and couldn't. <laughs> I hate you. It wasn't. We tried and couldn't find it. It wasn't. We tried and we were just like, eh, nah, it's gonna be too much work. We tried and it was actually blocked off. Like nobody was like ar- allowed around it. There was a group like in the area. But to even get close to it was the was it a big line or biggest, just like restrictions. Yeah, it was blocked off. It has killed somebody. It was blocked. Yeah, <laughs> it was blocked off for like you know, like about this? from the road. How did I not know about that? It was blocked. Dude, off it killed. From the, the road. It killed yeah. the guy that made it. It fell on him and slit his fucking throat. Sorry for saying fuck. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's so fucking gay. that that fuck is warranted. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it's cursed. <laughs> it it's crazy. it yeah. killed. Awesome. Yeah, the sanctioned like that's how it was sacramented. 
Anyway, mm-hmm. I gave it. A, I gave it a it shot. Gave it burnt. I did get a chance to see it on the way, like w- when we were leaving, like on I'm the glad airplane. Glad you got to see it at least. It's oh, yeah, a yeah, lot bigger cool. than you imagine. It is. It's like way bigger than you. They, I thought it was going to be like just some, oh, it's kind of a cool big ass statue you know horse. Be, it's really goddamn big. You, you know, it would be hilarious <laughs> if it was only like killed somebody seven inches tall, but like all the pictures are taken at just the right angle. So it looks it's like an Instagram it, photo at just the right. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's like 29 feet tall. No, seriously, it's, it's probably 20. It's almost 20 feet. And that would be even more impressive if it was seven inches tall and it fell on the creator and slit his throat. Oh my god, I'm imagining a bad Family Guy episode. <laughs> Someone trips and falls on like a toy soldier and it stabs him in the neck. Fucking bullies out. Let's get into it, man. Nazi occult. We all know who ran this show. His name was Hitler. And we know that, well, not everyone knows, but his second right-hand man was uh, Heinrich Himmler. And I'm pretty sure you guys have some more input on him. I'm just going to give people a little quick background. Himmler was a... Uh, uh, evil dude. <laughs> yeah, I would say he was the driving force for yeah the worst of and the like things Hitler may have been like the the puppet in a way, just kind of not not I would, not I would say I wouldn't know say what I'm puppet, saying, but he was like more of the Hitler had, was like the big picture, yeah, but like he was the face, yeah, of the business, right, and and still in charge, but. So, so saying, yeah, go ahead and do that. One. Go ahead and do yeah. that. But like all the R and D was this was Himmler, and he was like, oh, he's oh, psychotic, man. The the stuff that they did, it's pretty gruesome to even like put on the mic. You know, um, like we said earlier, it's just like it was a crazy ass time to go through, especially if you're a European, because you know they were spreading, trying to conquer and take over and enslave whatever it is that they that they could. Everything other than what race uh, it was that they were trying to uh, build up as a superpower. Uh, so the time frame around this kind of started from 1889 to 1945, uh, 1933 to 1945. This is when Hitler was in his prime, you know, running the, uh, the Nazi Germany. Uh, so Nazi party, it grew fast and it overtook, overtook uh, Germany, making it uh, a dictatorship and a totalitarian government. Um, that's kind of like how their government ran. Uh, you, you know, do this or I'll kill you. Or, you know, don't do this. And uh, we'll hang you in front of uh, our window and represent you to the entire uh, land. You know, what's a true story? Um, I wasn't there. But uh, <laughs> there was another name for the Nazis. Nazis is kind of like... Uh, the shortened this is a shortened version of it but they were uh called the national socialist uh german workers party um after world war one when germany you know took a defeat and uh you know was crippled by other defenses um you know they were kind of embarrassed they they weren't only embarrassed you know being a, a, a prideful nation but they also suffered from economic um you know, things from this sanctions. Yeah. Like their economy really took a hit. They took a huge, huge hit, huge hit. Uh, they also became politically unstable. You know, the people were, it was just huge chaos over there. You know, just imagine losing a war. What it'd be like. All of that typically happens to nations after they lose a war. Um, so after all this, this is where they turned to the Nazi party and there were uh, leaders that uprose, um, 
through this. Um, after World War One, uh, the Treaty of Versailles. What's it called? Treaty of. It was the Versailles. peace treaty that 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 uh, brought everything together. It was a peace treaty that ended World War One. I. I think it's peace treaty. Uh, what was it? Uh, I just don't know how to pronounce it, but I have it here. Is that Versailles? Is that what it's called? Treaty what? of Versailles. Spell it. It's a V E R S A I L E S. Yeah, Versailles. Versailles. Versailles? Okay. Um, Versailles. And again, this was the peace settlement uh, that ended the World War. Uh, World War One, to be specific. Um. Here is where, uh, you know, Hitler rose and emerged. Uh, he was a war veteran in uh, World War I. Um, so he had, a, he had a direct relationship with it. Um, probably stirred up some of his, you know, evil attributes that he had for the uh, rest of the world. Um, as he was uh, rising up as a politician... Uh, he was very charismatic. He was a, a great public speaker. Uh, he also became he became he began attracting uh, new members uh, with uh, speeches that were blaming the Jews, blaming Marxists uh, for Germany's problems, and instilling uh, extreme nationalism. Uh, and this brings the concept of the Aryan master race. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I think I heard you talking about this. This is where I can't wait for when Louis has something to say and give some input about this, but just to kind of give people a context into like where this episode is going. It, uh, it's, it's part of the pseudoscience. It's part of these, you know, science fiction part of the library where, you know, most of us were, are given a official story of things, you know, where, and by pseudoscience, you like, so a cult is, like it encompasses yeah. a lot of things. It's mysticism. It's like yeah. astrology yep. and dark magic and yeah, uh, like witchcraft, mm-hmm. uh, like old yeah. pagan rituals. Yeah, that was the stuff like that. That was kind of like my first thing. I was like, okay, well, if we're gonna say Nazi occult, I I kind of wanted to define both of them because that's. I mean, when you look at it, it's just two words. Yeah. Um, a cult is officially defined as a category of supernatural beliefs that uh, fall outside of religion and science that encompass any manner of phenomena, including uh, alchemy, mysticism, spiritualism, uh, psychotropy, uh, astrology, any of that, all, any and all of that is kind of all, nothing is really out of bounds. Right. Um and it can all be tied into whatever you would like it to be tied into. Like they would tie physics into alchemy. They would find mm-hmm. through lines mm-hmm. for that kind of shit. Um, and that would really define basically anybody outside of a major religious group that was only on strict observable science or adhered to religion. So, Pagans, the entire Norse, everything dealing with the Norse was considered part of the occult at one time. It's never really been a group, just like anybody that believes in border science is usually what um, the Nazis would refer to it as. I can't remember. I got the word somewhere over here, and I, I'm i not even going to try to pronounce it because I'm not German. The Germans. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> 
Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of Z's and F's and T's. Way too many consonants for me to figure it out. But they would refer to it as border science, which was just outside of what is accepted natural science, like dousing rods right. and stuff. And then uh, Nazis are defined as a bunch of raggedy dicks. <laughs> it's the Webster definition. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up. It's awesome. Um, yeah, sorry. I interrupted no. you. Oh, no, you're good. That was, that was, that was good input. But um, what I found interesting, too, is that, you know, this is part of the official stories that Hitler, you know, when he's... Because he's kind of like, he's coming up in power, you know, he's he's this big um, leader uh, and he's trying, you know, he's he's got fresh minds, you know, and he's he's trying to uh, kind of like instill a, an ideology, you know, for the people. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, you know, he, he recruited, you know, he didn't just do his, this all on his own. He recruited, he recruited Sykes, he, recu- he recruited, um, you know people of the dark arts you know he recruited witches he recruited uh magicians people that kind of like had a different understanding of uh what his um main i guess ideology was and he he kind of had a a passion for trying to whatever they call it like break through the veal or whatever it is the veil and uh, yes, the veil. That's what it is. I would love to break through some veil. Yeah, right I'm now. super <laughs> known uh, for you know mispronouncing words, and Louis corrects me on it. Which what? I appreciate. What? <laughs> I can't read. So I've only ever seen, I've only ever seen that word written down. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even. I can't even pretend to know how it sounds. Oh my god! How grotesque you. Uh, you know, but when you look back at all like the. Uh, when we look back at the movies, you know, and we see Nazis and Germans in uh, movie production, uh, we see, you know, science fiction, we see pseudoscience, we see in Captain America, you know, the uh, the Tesseract, you know, they're trying to like get through to things that are, you know, real and uh, have a, a different type of intelligence. Um, and they... They do whatever they have to do to do it, you know. Killing was number one of them, uh, but they they somehow they knew. I mean, I don't know if it's real, you know, personally, but they had a drive. You know, they were spending. They had a budget for it. They they had people that were in line with what it is that they were doing. You know, it, it was it wasn't like when we go to work and we have our lieutenant and he's just talking, cr- you know, crazy shit. You know, and we got to follow behind this guy. He's like, no we're talking crazy shit but here look you know and it was like everyone was like oh good to go that makes sense whoa all right <laughs> this is this right. <laughs> and uh you know himmler um you know he was he, he was like the general of his uh what would you call it reich i guess well he his, he was the leader of the ss leader of yeah. the ss so yeah. one of the one of the things in the research that i found that i thought was actually quite interesting because like, as you said like everyone knows nazis did like weird crazy occult shit right initially hitler didn't he didn't like any of it like he wasn't down with it mm. he didn't care for mystics he didn't care for psychics he didn't care for it was like a realist nope it was i can see it i can feel it or it yeah. does not exist right. that was like, really to, to the point where 
he specifically launched campaigns to get rid of those people. Like those people were captured and murdered. Uh, it wasn't until like the Nazi party was starting. I want to say it was in 1932. Mm, let me, let me, that sounds about right. It would have been just a little bit before. Yeah. Yeah. So like 1932, he, like he, the Nazi party was kind of taking a dump. Like they weren't, they thought they were going to be unstoppable. And then all of a sudden, like people weren't voting for them and, and they weren't getting support and stuff. And there was, it was actually a Jewish, um, a, a Jewish, he was in prison already for this stuff. A Jewish, he was a, an astrologer, astrolog, fuck me, an astrologer, hypnotist, and a cultist, um, who they, Hitler had met in 1926 in Berlin. Was that Kraft? No, it was Eric Jan Hannesen. Eric Jan Hannesen. Um, so he, I guess he read this, the astrology signs, his horoscope, Hitler's horoscope, and it told Hitler that he was, or he's, he read them, he sent it to Himmler, but it said that Hitler was cursed and that there was only one way to get rid of that curse. And Himmler thought it was important enough. He took it to Hitler and Hitler was like, all right, well, what do I got to do? And so he told him. The only way to get rid of the curse was to return to his town of birth and find a mandrake. And if you keep that mandrake with you, that mandrake essentially will absorb the bad energy is the curse. Uh-huh. And then you will go on to be like becoming a great, you know, the great right. leader and stuff. Right. Um, so Hitler's like, all right, go get me that mandrake then. <laughs> <laughs> so... Hennison went to the town he was born in, found that where Hitler was born, found the mandrake in the like in the backyard of a butcher or something in that town, brought it to Hitler. And there's like news articles where you can see that that Hitler has like this mandrake with him because he told him you have to keep it with you at all times. Um, So like there's news news articles where he's like giving a speech and he's got like this mandrake on a chain around his neck. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And since after that, um, like three months later, Hitler went on to become the Chancellor of Germany. Like shit, just turned around from there. Just and, flipped, huh? Yeah, like because before dude. that, Hitler was to the point like where he was ready to commit suicide. Like there's writings of him like where he's he's like I'm done. This nothing's going right. Blah blah. blah. And then mm-hmm. from then, boom, bam. Holy, it's kind of like maybe he joined into maybe societies or something. Maybe he joined into cults and kind of like they were like. Hey, and then this is where he kind of got inspired uh, to be like, whoa, shit, you know? Maybe. Or maybe there was a curse on him and the Mandrake took it. And yeah, he yeah. fucking... It, <laughs> man, that makes me feel more like a, like a propaganda, like a propaganda campaign. Like, hey, yeah, I know some shit's going bad, but what if we said this, but behind the scenes we were doing this shit? Like, Smoking hey, everybody, around. look, he found a Mandrake. Did pay no attention to the two billion dollars that we are funding his campaign with. <laughs> pay no right. attention yeah. to that. Oh yeah, that happens all the time, man. It happens all the time. What? When you say like these curses and you say like curse with this mandrake, so something's got to be attached to it, right? For it to be a curse necessarily, or not really. I, I don't Some, know. Something has got to be causing the or keeping the, the curse. Right? I, well, it would be a person. Like I could curse you, right? Um, but your your 
your I'm projecting my projecting energies it. or I put a spell on oh, okay. you. Some okay. Sort of I'm thinking it's like some you. spirit or some sort of dark entity that's now well, the having total, that power. To totally rabbit tail, there are um, like cursed pouches that some mystics or Wiccans or whatever, whoever wants to do it, like they can create a pouch with certain, like it'll have certain um, ingredients in it kind of mm-hmm. deal. And if you're holding that pouch, you uh, have I see that saying. curse upon you. I see your So saying. if it's like a bad luck or if it's like yeah. um, depression or, 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 right, or whatever. Right, right, right. You know? Right. That shit's fucking probably real, man. I don't know. When you got witches doing it and stuff and they're... I don't know. They live to do that stuff? I don't know. It's I don't kinda... know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean... It's, it's It was a huge practice back in the day, man. It was a huge thing. Oh, yeah, especially in what people did all the time. And it was a very big thing. I mean, we've already gone over how um, Germans and really in in Bavaria as a whole, uh, they were very susceptible to uh, wives tales and myths and legends and stuff like that. Going back with Mm -hmm. the um, with uh, what's it called? Krampusnacht and all of that. And that's all drawn from the pagan. So it really it's going way yeah. back and it's just kind of part of the culture. Um, and that was a, there was all kinds of common mysticism beliefs and stuff. Dousing rods were a common thing to try to find water. You keep saying that. I feel like yeah. you want to really talk about. Oh my God. Rods. I, I, <laughs> I, I kind of do, but I don't, I don't have enough of the damn information about dousing rods. Cause it's, okay. there's, it's, <laughs> I feel like that there's whole... not information. There's not information. It's just like, yep. Dousing rods will get you whatever the hell you want. They'll br- draw you towards anything. They'll draw you towards, uh, your all cure is, for hemorrhoids. It's just a your, focusing device is all it is. Yeah. That's it's a focusing device. It's, oh, I need a dousing hemorrhoid. A dousing hemorrhoid. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not what it said. But I feel like like all this shit kind of started in that Eastern civilization, you know, like if we look at it, a lot of occultish type things come from Europe and they they make their way to them. They've made their way to the United States. Because we all came from Europe. Well, there was Indians here. There were civilizations here. They came from Europe or Asia. Probably. I wonder where like the center of the earth is. Like what is the actual center down there no but like like the what is the center of civilization like yeah like if it did all start then where would it have all started if we're talking about expansion and spreading it would depend on when africa ethiopia i think it's africa i think i think it's somewhere in africa i think specifically uh ethiopia is where they that's why there's just a battle for Oh, the entire time of human beings. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be uncharacteristic, right? Um, <clears throat> okay, bad. we totally went off. <laughs> yeah, <subject laughs> sorry. So far. Uh, Hitler. So he was involved in a lot of occults. He was involved in a lot of uh, societies. One of the societies is uh, that I found he was involved in was uh, the Thule. The Thule. So, yeah, yep. the Thule society. It had professors. It had police chiefs. It had judges. By cracks, yeah. <laughs> like you could just think of it as some sort of modern day in that time Illuminati or something like that. Okay. Um, and uh, he had a uh, he had he had a uh, what do you what do you call it when someone's like training initiate? you? 
If he had like an uh, someone, he, someone that was above, yeah. like his mentor. There you go. Yeah. So he had a mentor, and uh, one of his mentors was um, Dietrich Eckhart, and Dietrich Eckhart was the um, master of the temple um, of the Thule Temple. And uh, there's some history with him as he was an opioid addicted uh, occultist. Um, he did um, sacrifices. This is all kind of documented stuff. Um, so. Hitler being his um, trainee in a way uh, can kind of give us a aspect of why it is kind of Hitler went down the road. He did mm-hmm. um, apprentice. Yeah. Like his apprentice, you know? Uh, and uh, so Eckhart, he, he trained Hitler. Um, and uh, so there's a famous quote that Eckhart uh, said on his deathbed. I have it here. And uh, it says uh, on his deathbed, uh, he stated, follow Hitler. He will dance, but it is I who have called the tune. I have initiated him into the secret doctrine, opened his centers of vision and given him the means to communicate with the powers. Do not mourn for me, for I have influenced history more than any other German. So it's kind of. It's kind of interesting quote that I picked, or that I found. This guy you seems know. full of himself. Seems that, very. I mean, that's, that or he's, or it, he's, it is what he said. Yeah, he's either dead on or he's a liar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just thinking too much of himself. Yeah, but yeah. I just want to speculate dead. with you guys. Like when he says the powers, like what do we? What do you guys think? What is? Because we couldn't really truly find, uh, uh, you know, a hundred percent what it these is are that, the things. These are the things. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the thing about secret societies. They tend to be very secretive. You don't get all of your crazy. You don't get all of your crazy rituals and. Well, the real like the deep secret ones too. If someone goes to talk, they get disappeared real quick. You know, maybe these powers <laughs> so, want to be. They don't want no one to know. Maybe they just why want the you? people. Yeah. Why would you? If you can control everything from behind Absolutely. the scenes, why would you want to be? In the I front? understand that logic. I do. I think that that's possible. So when did uh, Eckhart die? Uh, he died a long time ago. <sighs> Good answer. What was his name? <laughs> Something. Uh, his name is Dietrich old, Eckhart. Old Dietrich. And then I don't know. I wonder if it's around early. Will 1900s. would probably know better. Well, no, it would have if Hitler was because he was his apprentice. Then it would yeah. have been sometime, probably after World War One started or World War Two started. It would be my guess. Mm-hmm. He died December twenty sixth, nineteen twenty three. Twenty three. Oh, yeah. so before. At, well, at I'm, I'm picturing it from the time of when Hitler. This is just before Hitler started to push into his kind of like when you were saying yeah. how things kind of turned for him. Mm-hmm. This is where he kind of started to do the thing practice these things that maybe he knew yeah so perhaps because i was gonna say like maybe when eckhart died that's when hitler because he lost his master his trainer that that's when he started really going kooky like towards the end of world war ii but he died yeah. way before that happened. yeah yeah no i think i think hitler at that time would have been in his 30s like early 30s i believe so mm-hmm because Hitler was in World War One as well. He was, yes. He was actually a decorated, uh, well, I don't know, war hero, but a decorated yeah. veteran. Veteran, yeah. Yeah, he was um, doing some of that research. He's He wasn't a bitch. 
Like he was <laughs> no, <it's laughs> that dude had some balls. Like some of the stuff he got awarded for. Yeah. Like he got some like the I wanna say what I can't remember what it was called, but like one of the highest awards in the German could, army yeah, at that time. You get, yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. All right. So I respect for that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. No, so I mean, one yeah. thing I could more uh, heroes can go crazy. That, that brings what? another question. This is totally side subject, but ponder on this and then we'll move on. Um what what makes a great man? Like, do you have to be a good person to be considered a great man? So in order to be no. Think about it. We'll come back later. We got okay. other Nazi mm-hmm. things to do. Okay. <laughs> um I don't think we could say we have other Nazi things to do. That yes. feels like yes. something we would get banned for. Yeah. That's <laughs> Why we can't make taken out of context? Please don't take that. Yeah, Twitch, understand the context. (laughs) Uh, It's all right. Stephen's one twenty second Jewish. You're (laughs) something. I don't know. Puerto Rican. (laughs) We're not not Nazis. (laughs) Definitely, hundred percent not Nazis. Do you think uh, so? When we talk about occults, you think that the uh, when we talk about occults, the witchcraft, Satanists. Um, you know, dark magic, uh, you know, aliens, uh, you know, we see what it is that they were doing. We see what it is that we see that they, you know, were, their movement was to, um, I guess push onward a, a master race, right? So they were trying to they they wanted this certain race and they wanted to enslave you know a lot of people and they wanted to uh you know keep the race strong and this is another reason why uh hitler was very he was a huge advocate for um <sighs> multiplying like you know what i'm saying like you know having the SS soldiers and, and, and building up his empire and building up his army. And, you know, he was like, Hey, go fuck, you know, go make more of what you are. You know, we'll keep it, you know, contained in a way like restricted. Wrapping pillaging. Yeah. And, uh, they had some, they had this Aryan philosophy, right? Or this, this ideology like air, Ariosophy uh, yeah. and um, a few other different things that are it's really all pseudoscience but it's um, so what I think kind of happened is they fell upon some shit that they were like oh that's kind of odd some kind of mysticism spiritualism um, astrology shit that kind of happened to work out like he was saying um, I think that what ended up happening was they stumbled upon this one of them being, uh, I can't remember what the guy's name, I, I think his last name was Kraft, but he was a astrologer and he was studying Nostradamus. That was one of, uh, Himmler's like go-to guys for astrology. Himmler was super, super big into astrology. Same thing with, right. uh, whoever Hitler's second in command. Cause him, Himmler wasn't technically the second in command. He wouldn't take over if Hitler died. There was somebody else, uh, and this guy, 
predicted that there was going to be an assassination attempt on Hitler. Who would have fucking guessed? Because kind of starting a war and bullshit. Um, and after that point, like everybody's kind of fell on the bandwagon of, well, you know, maybe border science isn't really like a outside thought. Maybe it's just something we don't know yet. Um, and I think at that time, because Hitler's life technically was saved at that point, he was like, man, if I would have listened to this guy, I wouldn't have even been in the same damn room. I'm, I'm all in. And he threw all of his chips in, which is typical of Hitler. He was fucking, he was either in or not. And he was only ever in for like a short period of time. And then he just kind of delegated it off to somebody else. Um, so he ended up giving a lot of it to Himmler. Himmler started doing a lot more of the different kind of off branches. Um, and he would study things like um, ancient artifacts and shit, mm -hmm. which is kind and of where the right, religions and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Oh, uh, he was, that was yeah. the, like, I, I think most of the occult stuff was pushed by Himmler. Yeah. Like he yeah. was so deep into it. Yes. Yeah. Like he was trying to rewrite German history. Like he would, he had certain things banned. He had new things written showing how the German race and the Aryan race was descended of the Germanic tribes of ancient. He, they made, he went to Italy or Rome or something like that in some obscure ass place and had them write Nordic runes to try to prove that that were, that were reminiscent of some of the stuff that the Germans were using in like their day-to-day -day lives. So it kind of looked like the Germans were part of the Nordic uh, ancestry. So he's like, oh, dude, that's where the Aryans are from. The Aryans and Nor uh, right. it was taken over. So they drew runes, like carved runes into rocks and had pictures and shit taken and brought them back. And that was their evidence. So the characteristic, what is, what are you, so what are the characteristics of the Nordics? So you, well, blonde hair? Uh, the Aryans, the perfect race, yes. the Aryans. Blonde right. hair, blue eyes, hey, over six foot. we're looking foot. good for me so far. Blonde hair, blue eyes. I was oh, blonde when I was a kid, though. Over six Nine foot. Uh, that was there. That's why I'm fucking yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way out. Um, <laughs> you black Irish? There was something about, there was something about uh, the amount of teeth. Like the... 36? No, it wasn't 30. <laughs> That's everybody. It was... No, I think it's 32. I think it was 32. It was at 32. You know, not only... So they... They... they uh, their target was the Jews because they were the opposite of the race that they were trying to Not build just on. that. It was... There was a whole socioeconomic thing behind it so this, go, this goes on to my well. this goes on to my next uh thing i want to bring up so when we went to the guidestones if no one uh knows what they are you can Wait, go what? back the georgia guidestones what <laughs> <laughs> carry on yeah i wasn't involved in that <laughs> so uh we took a trip we went to the georgia guidestones if you guys and girls want to go ahead and check that episode out it'd be awesome it's a good episode uh but we personally went there and uh, we saw we saw basically a huge, you know, what would you call it? It's a monument. Monument. Let's just go with it. With uh, ten commandments on it, and it seems to be like a totalitarian 
type uh, new world order commandment list you know new world order you know and there's a lot of things that i can connect to this whole because the word new age new world this came a lot from the uh nazi party came a lot from hitler himmler all these guys and uh i can make connections with that with you know alistair crowley uh who is this guy? I really don't know a whole lot about him. He was so you guys mentioned him a few times. Like I was kind of saying earlier, these are they're Europe and and that side of the world was highly populated with occults and those practices. And uh, Aleister Crowley was a uh, Satanist occultist. If that's what you want to. Uh, pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Yeah. I wonder if that's where uh, that. I, off topic. I wonder if that's where the Ozzy Osbourne Mr. Crowley comes from. I would Probably. not doubt it. A lot of rock and roll actually kind of uh, mirrors hmm. some of those okay. things. They, yeah, they some that, that touch on the that same kind of things, stuff. Yeah. So they look hard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Aleister Crowley, he was a, a European, and uh, he uh, was in that area. He was in the same era with Hitler. There's actually some documentation that they actually got together, they met up, and they they discussed, you know, ideologies and and uh, what Crowley was in the U.S. though. But I'm saying that they were. I yeah, think yeah, he came yeah, from yeah. Europe. I think originally, pretty sure. Maybe. Yeah, he came from Europe, and then so they they it's known that they've gotten together, that they've shared ideas. Uh, there's nothing too much more than yeah. that. Uh, one thing that I could see that, you know, maybe the idea that it is that they shared is because Aleister Crowley would constantly preach, you know, to enslave um, and to uh, build up a, a master race. And then you have Hitler and see what he's doing. And you could see that he's actually fulfilling this stuff, but he has the army and he's got the political power to do it. Uh, that um, some of the some of the things that they would bring up, you know, this new age, new world order that they were trying to instill it kind of goes along with the guidestone stuff uh you know you got to keep up this population under this certain amount right which then that goes ahead and brings up you know eugenics and stuff and that's actually where the united states uh adopted and inherited the idea of eugenics the science of it you know if no one knows what eugenics is it's it's basically it's a bunch of things, but it, it has to deal with specifically population, the control of it, the you know, and, and that goes on to more things about you know depopulating and what kind of characteristics you want to be in that certain population and and uh, stuff like that. And there's different ways to do that, uh, which we we see today. We kind of see the practices going on today, uh, but that's different political stuff we don't have to get into um but with alistair crowley he was also i think he was a freemason or he was involved in the freemason uh occult or i don't know if it's an occult i don't he got booted though didn't he i think so yeah because he wanted to do his own thing he was coming up with his own yeah he i think he went in to try and learn the secrets and yeah figured out what he was about they're like um yeah remember remember albert pike thank you but no thanks yeah so alistair crowley and albert pike actually wrote books together and we see albert pike in the freemason 
in Freemasonry writing. Remember when he totally revamped the entire uh, Freemason mm. textbooks and stuff? So to to give another At notion least the about Luciferian type right. stuff, yeah. Of how creepy and bad Crowley was, if I remember correctly, he he built a hotel or was it just a house? I can't remember. It was either a hotel or a house. But it had like secret passages and it had a dungeon in the in the bottom and like he used to trap women and stuff in it and like torture them shit like that yeah it was it was he was he was a bad dude so you do rituals Um, and stuff in there he had another place like this huge place out on a lake that he would do like blood sex magic rituals with supposedly he opened up a portal to i can't remember if it was hell or he opened up a portal of some type. Oh shit! Yeah, no shit. Like if you <laughs> dig deep into Crowley, he's done some. Dude, this wild is you're, what you're saying right now is like the new Conjuring movie. Everything you're describing right now, a tunnel, all this stuff. I, like, I bet that's probably where they got it from. Um, but so they did. They did all those. He did all that stuff. And there is even a theory. I want to say that he is Jack the Ripper. That, so, that there's a time frame where he left or he was either in London or he left his known residence and was like gone for a little while. And like it almost kind of matches up with hmm. with that time. Gnarly. frame, If I remember correctly. And he, I don't I don't remember when Jack the Ripper time. Like, I don't I don't know a whole lot about Jack the Ripper. Yeah, I, I know. I know there's a theory. famous picture of him where he's. uh He's kind of got his, he's holding his chin up or his head up with his hands like this. And, uh, he's got the, uh, to be cute. he's got the all seeing eye and a triangle hat on. And <laughs> nice. it's the, have you, I don't know if you've seen that seen picture. That yeah. And it's, I think it's the cover of one of his books or something that he wrote <laughs> like that. Yeah. He was, he was a bad dude. I think that yeah. would work. I think that would work out because that would mean. What's up? I can't so hear. I think, um, I think, uh, sorry, I'm way away. So I think Jack the Ripper was in 1900 or 1900, uh, 1900 to like 1910 or 1912 or something like that. Um, and then put him a little over 25. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I think that puts him in the. In the time frame. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. even if he's even if we'll say it was a little bit later and he was in his 30s. He doesn't look like a small motherfucker. He looks like he was. He looks like a bad guy. <laughs> he looks like a bad guy. He looks like Uncle Fester. <laughs> um. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's so. I'm gonna have to do a little bit more on this guy because we will do. Let's do an episode on him. He's he's a, this looks yeah, like that's wild. There's yeah. five this, cults. Someone, there's just five cults that it freaking lists off just in yeah. He, like and I'm yeah. sure that's he just was like part of a German satanic cult. Uh, I think I got the name here. The fucking Aeon of Horus. Uh, no, he was in. A, no, he was deep into trying to find supernatural ways to do things and power and like and uh, so. Supposedly, he was very like a charismatic person, kind of like Hitler. I want you to very look up, ca- look this up, Sean. Look he was this able up. To talk so to people. we're gonna look up the oh the, the golden dawn. <laughs> tell me if this is in there. Secret society called the Ordo Tempi Orientis. See if that's or, or look that up. I'm interested to see exactly what that talks about. What does it, it goes over? So it's it? Ordi, uh, Ordo 
Tempe Orientis. And I'm probably pronouncing all of that wrong. Maybe. So, while you're looking that up, so Himmler, our other Nazi bad dude, mm-hmm. the Nazi, um, he, so he was the leader of the SS. He was in charge of the SS. And did you find something? Yeah, but there's a lot. There's a lot in it. There's a lot. There's actually a whole hell of a lot. This is a long fucking wiki. Maybe another day then. Yeah. <laughs> what What is that order? They Why'd you bring it up, Stefan? What? The, the Ordo uh, Tempi something or other. Because it was a German satanic group. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's and he was part of it? it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just see all this kind of... Order of the Temple of the East is what it translates to. Okay. Of the East. Yeah, that side there. Okay. I just see all this kind of... Because I'm trying to see... I don't know if it's multiple. I don't know if it's one. It could be one or the other. Because, again, none of this shit is official, so we're kind of, like, speculating on mm-hmm. putting together, connecting dots, you know. From his current historical records. Yeah. And and I, I just see a lot towards, you know, demonology, Satanism, um, certain occults that are, you know, influenced by those uh, pseudos, I guess you can call it. Mm-hmm. I think this was one of the cults that they were kind of... That Himmler was kind of had his eye on because obviously Himmler had his eye on a shit ton of different cults. So he had to have. Right. So that's where I was kind of going. Himmler being in charge of the SS, he also created a, another division um, that was specifically dedicated to the occult and all the supernatural things that the Nazis were doing. It, I believe it was called the Anunnabe, is what it was. And those guys. And- and and in Arbe and in Arbe yeah A H yeah. N E N E R B E okay so with them he had like he had literal groups of mystics and like all these guys running uh well do you remember the name of the castle that Himmler took over uh it was like Himmler's Temple of Doom is mm-hmm. what, what we call it now. Oh, but <laughs> like he, he, so he take, check it out. No, yeah, he, he takes something over. von Bismarck. It was um, that's the guy that started no, World War One. No, hold on. It was <laughs> what, no, yeah, that is no. It's overlapping. <laughs> it was something Castle von Bismarck. Jesus You're Christ, so dumb, Bismarck, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How can you be so smart and dumb at the same time, you idiot? Um, All that knowledge and where does it get you? Fucking nowhere. Uh, but so like he, he took over this castle, he expanded a little bit. He was trying to make that the center of the German Reich. Um, like he had plans to expand it to this huge, like multi, like thousand hectare facility. Uh, never got to that. But from there, that's where they would do their occult experiments. That's where they would do stuff. That was like their home base for I, the occult stuff. I feel, I feel super yeah. dumb. I was so you far th- you off. Think, it's uh, Wewilsburg. You think this that is kind of like how they got most of their high tech from? You think? Because I know that there's uh, some documentation about I have people, theory on that one. About people channeling information. I think to if, where scientists will. If would, that happened, yeah, it was at that. It was in that castle. Yeah. Because you need like a housing for it, right? Well, some sort of. If if you can create a place specifically designed, because it was an ancient castle to begin with. So I'm sure history, if you believe in ley lines and the energy flow of the earth and, and, 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All those things? Yeah. Um, historically, a lot of castles were built on ley lines and the cross sections, like the, the points where lines meet, right? So if this castle was the same, I don't know if that's why he chose this place, but if this castle was similar to that where it was built upon a ley line. I wonder what was there before that castle was built there. I don't know. Maybe he had some sort um, of like... Uh, but so he, he had a team out searching for the Holy Grail. He had teams out searching for the Spear of Destiny, mm-hmm. um, which I, I believe they found it because Hitler believed, and, and many people believed, that if you if you possess the Spear of Destiny, that you cannot be defeated. Which So Hitler had it, and he would keep it near him, and like the German army... I mean, and it was about that same time period when fucking Germany was just laying waste to everybody. Like, they could not be stopped, right? Right. They hit Poland, fucked them up immediately. Mm -hmm. They just started, they hit... Started taking over Europe. They hit France. Like, they're... France is like, ah, we will stop you with Maginot Line. (laughs) Ha ha. With the little mustaches. Yeah. We. (laughs) And and then Hitler's like, you dumb bitch. And they literally just... (laughs) Walked around it. It went around the the other the other side. Yeah. Look at these fucking guys. Yeah. Lols. <laughs> yeah. Um. And you know. And then they they hit Russia. And you know, like it literally. Stalin didn't commit genocide, but he damn near committed genocide. That was the only way he was able to stop Hitler. And they got deep into into Russia, but essentially, they burned everything so that they wouldn't have any resources. And he literally threw millions of men at Germany. Like, that's all he did. He's just like, yeah. fuck it, their like, bodies, we got more. Yeah. And just kept oh, throwing. Gosh. That was the only way they stopped is that they got overextended. And they they just, we, we had more bodies than Hitler had bullets at the time. That right. was it. They right. ran out right. of bullets. So their production was uh, <laughs> Well, no, they, it wasn't that. It was the supply lines were so long. And then when winter came... They couldn't move the vehicles because it's so cold. The like right, the oil right, would right. freeze. Right, the fucking right. doesn't work. In, right. Stuck in Siberia. Didn't think about that, did you, <laughs> bitch? So essentially, <laughs> we threw enough bodies at it to slow them down to where they would run out of bullets, and then we could run up and stab them because we also don't have bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that was Stalin's plan. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> overwhelming force. We don't, we don't have that, but we do have overwhelming numbers. <laughs> yeah. Who was uh, a terrible idea? I, I, I shouldn't know this, but who was allies to Germany at that time? Uh, so Italy, Italy, and, and Japan, Japan joined later. Right, but it was Italy and Germany. Gotcha. I wonder why Italy did. I don't. I don't Benito and Mussolini that. because they fucking we, because yeah. of, oh, do you think it's because of the Il Duce, the uh, the Vatican and Hitler? That was later. That was after they. Whoa. whoa. That was Do you after think it was him. because of some treaty that they had? See, I'm talking see, right, talking right. about unofficial stuff oh, because you do know. know that Hitler was a part of the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. Rosicrucian possibly, and, and I, he so had, I didn't know he was a Rosicrucian. Teach us because so, I, I did not know this. I want to learn this. So from his ideologies, so Hitler grew up as a Catholic. He grew up in the Catholic religion. And he, it's known that he then, in his development throughout his years and his political power, that he was uh, in cahoots with the Vatican at that time. Um, this is how, you know, Germany was also getting a big amount of their economic funds 
and uh, things like that. That was and, the initial, right? The beginning. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I, I, I don't know a hundred percent if he was because there is no like documentation documentation stating hey Hitler was a Rosicrucian. It just sa- says that he has these ideologies. And the, he has these, uh, you know, this is his thought process. This is what he actually did with his life and his career. And when we tie those in together, we could see, at least when I'm pulling information from when we did the Georgia Guidestones, and then we see how, you know, they have uh, their structure uh, for government, and then we see Hitler and his structure for government, we could make connections. Uh, I'm just making connections. Mm-hmm. Um not so much assumptions, but uh, I'm just speculating on it to where, you know, they, they wanted a, they wanted to, they had eugenics. That's what number two on the Georgia Guidestones, having a population of, or keeping it maintained. You see the word maintained. Mm-hmm. So you could see how it's, you know, they're doing something to keep it that way. Yeah. Cause when you're maintaining something, you're, when I maintain my AC, I go outside, I bring the hose out, I wash my coils down, I drain the piping stuff like that like i'm doing an action to hopefully you know not mitigate have it, not, yeah mitigate something from being out of my con- control you know uh and then we could see you know just as as his government and as his uh totalitarian and ideology we could see that you know he was trying to in to be the superpower of the entire world he wanted the entire world to be under his rule this is what was going on i could be this is fucking crazy i I would hate to it would be an experience to go through maybe a week of what some of these european uh countries went through i feel like you would be getting pulled in so many different directions it would be crazy Mm -hmm. um kind of going off of what lou was saying earlier um, Him- Himmler did have a, uh, he put out multiple expeditions to try to kind of confirm his beliefs since he was the, uh, start of all that. Um, and one of his expeditions was in search of this guy in, let's see, it was called the Carolina expedition to find a soothsayer. Known as Soothsayer. Uh, you gotta say relief. Soothsayer. There, uh, Known as Myron Akava, uh, who was believed to be a witch by the locals, and he was sanctioned to perform this spiritualistic summoning ritual. Um, and apparently, he summoned um, spirits that would divine the future um, and predict future events and how to handle each of them and apparently that was just before they started up with um the blitzkrieg so there's speculation that the whole reason the german army performed the way they did was because it was already they had already been practicing this shit for years in advance because of all of the other soothsayers and the and the mystics and the all of that shit that they were going for um the shit that's super interesting to me is their uh wunderwaffe the uh wonder weapons all the 
crazy shit that like supposedly they already had fucking ray guns and shit i'm just kidding. I, the two that are the biggest ones to me are uh die glock which is the bell oh translate. yeah yeah i remember die glocka. Yeah. Die glocka, yeah and translate to the bell and that's supposedly it could either be a free energy resource which would be fucking crazy energy out of just the aether or uh i create methane <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Out of something. Um animals. <laughs> lots of them. Um but it was also thought to be either a time machine or some sort of teleportation device. It could be it could be any anything, really. Um and then the other one that was probably more interesting to me was uh they called it the the sun gun. And that was just a, uh, it was supposedly a satellite that they would, that they already put up into space. Yeah. And it was a whole shit ton of parabolic lenses that would focus a beam of light that would be like 20 meters wide. Super, super. I mean, you picture this enormous freaking parabolic lens that's focused down to 20 meters wide. How hot is that thing going to be? It's going to fucking incinerate anything like immediately. Yeah. Um, and apparently they had already had that up and working. <laughs> right. Um, and that was going into another one, which was the rods from God. Have you ever heard of those tungsten rods dropped from uh, orbit? And what, they just the kinetic energy? Just, just the kinetic like mass. The kinetic energy of that is equal to that of Hiroshima with none of the fallout. Yeah. None of the fallout. It literally just absolutely, it could decimate a city with, and then you could move in the next day. Yeah. And bring in all of your people. My question is like, when we're talking, because we're talking about the cult, like there are, it's the influence, right? So you think it's the, it's, it's what's driving, because we're just humans, man. You know, we're just humans. We come here, we do human shit. You... We're influenced by a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of that has to deal with what what are we doing with our lives today? What are we practicing? What are we into? What's the shit we're into, you know? And the shit that they were into, this was had to have been the drive, right? This had to be the drive for doing what it is that they were doing. I don't think that they had the, you know, these the ideologies that they're coming up with, the the things that they're doing the the purpose that they had behind all this shit you know it's driven by something dark right because we know good and evil right oh yeah kind of just naturally everyone kind of knows good and evil but it was pretty much all evil it was pretty much all evil they're they're being driven they're being influenced by shit that number one i don't i don't think we can see like if we talk about how or we know that we're in a physical place right yeah you know this table's physical my body's physical i punch louis in the face it hurts because it was you know (laughs) physical Physical. bullshit (laughs) punch like a pillow (laughs) uh you're about to go to sleep on a pillow motherfucker (laughs) well played you know but uh like maybe they were just influenced by some forces you know 
I don't know. I honestly think I don't think these people could have just brought this from their hearts. Maybe, but maybe maybe it's because of the influence. You know, I don't know. I I think I'm I think I'm you know maybe it was what they were worshiping. Maybe it was what they were performing. Maybe it was the deed they had to do because of what they've already done. Like I, when you're talking about rituals, you're talking about. I just this is funny because we watched The Conjuring the other day. So this lady who was summoning demons, she had to perform what the demons were influencing her to do or else she was to lose her soul so she was killing people throughout the movie because if she didn't kill people and that they would take their souls the demon would have her soul so she kind of like was giving she was given a job to do you know so she didn't have to suffer that effect of what she got her shit into and this mm-hmm. like makes me think about when louis was talking about himmler and the palace or or the castle that they had. Maybe they were just brewing up some shit. They went, oh, this shit's real. It's it's maybe bargaining with me. Because we don't know. It could be anything. It could be any type of force. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to say it as the, as the spirit world. It's just, just like label that as something that we can't see. You know, maybe they were brewing some shit up. Because they're all power hungry and, and, and they're getting into stuff that they're ignorant to. So they don't know what's going to happen after they do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's say they brew some shit up and all of a sudden, you know, they're given tasks to do or else they're probably going to lose their soul. And then that's probably why they were so influenced to do what it is that they were doing. I don't know. This is just me speculating on the fact, you know, but I go a little bit more humanistic with it. I For think sure. they had. A, I think they had a goal, and their goal was to come out the victor. Well, what would they get from all this? And what would be the physical human thing that they would get? Pleasure, right? They'd get power, money, influence, right, which brings all of it. Which at the end just brings pleasure to them, right? They they are satisfied with what they've done. Yeah. That, why would you do something and you're not getting any type of benefit? From but it? they're getting all kinds of benefit, specifically right, money to what live saying. an easier right, life, right. pass it on. But to their I would kids. say those would be like labeled as like a like a tool. You know what I'm saying? Like you the, take the this tool, tool society, maybe. You know. Mm. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. You know what I'm uh, saying? But I, I think it's a lot more simple than that. I think it honestly, and I'm kind of tipping my hand to the bananas that I go into. Uh, but I think that they were literally using mysticism and the dark arts and spiritualism and all of the border science to try to influence through their propaganda because Nazis, if nothing else, were very good and very big into propaganda because oh, yeah. the it ones was that started what, it almost. It was what well at least in our kind of time us understanding. What, it's what things. What I say is the truth, and if you figure out that it's not the truth, you will not be around to tell anybody. So it will then become the unobstructed truth right. to everybody. Right. They Holy were shit. really, really, really good about it. It's um, China right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, this is the oh, truth. Yeah. Don't believe me. Wait, wait. Where'd you go? What if that you're was... Gone. What if... Yeah. You're gone. It's what the, if... <laughs> <laughs> oh, who you say? <laughs> Like what if what, what if uh, you know the Nazis were, which I think they were socialists and they, they were communists. In a they way, they were fascists. I mean, Fasc- they, they you know, they, they you touch, know what I'm saying. They touch on each other because it touches on different types of aspects of life. You know, communism, but they're, this yeah, they're fascists, right? 
But that's that's what I think, and I think they were they would come up with whatever they could so that it would influence different sects of people, like people that don't believe in mysticism. Okay, we don't have to believe in mysticism. We can have science behind it, and we can prove that there are these relig- or these uh, seven types of people, these seven races that were the original races. I can prove this to you. I, it, this has nothing to do with. Uh, your freaking mysticism and spirit talking and chicken bones and no i i don't believe in that but this is the reality of it and people are like son of a bitch he actually has proof what are they going to do go to the freaking caves in italy to try to find these nordic runes and then cross-reference them with shit that they don't have like they're not going to do that so they just go "Hmm, this guy's telling the truth i feel like um just to get as we're getting in this shit uh I'm huge on symbolism. I feel like symbolism is its own language in its own way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To where, like, you could say one thing. You could propagate one thing. It's it's propaganda. But your your symbolism says something else. But then that's the thing that people are most ignorant to. You know what I'm saying? But it's a prideful thing. It's something that they pride about knowing that that is their understanding and truth behind shit which we can get into the nazi symbolism I, and stuff i think that heinrich i don't know that we have enough time for that no i, th- I think <laughs> yeah, right. i think heinrich truly believed in all of the border science and all of the occult uh, uh practices but i think that he was afraid that people would think he was crazy so he kind of made that self-fulfilling prophecy by making everything work out in his favor and then went, I can use this in propaganda to show that we are on a divine route and this is why we need to succeed. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of that rallying call to everybody. It's not just this is proven through everybody was now like this is proven through science, through religion, through mysticism, through uh, my spiritual guru is on is on all of this. Like they were at the point where they were going to Tibet to try to find original origins of the master race that fell out of power one of the original master races that fell out of power the original seven Mm -hmm. and they believed that the flood or a uh type of ice age ended up all right fucked up that's okay no dude i like where you're going with this because so this kind of goes they would end up what... <laughs> i'm so excited he's been walking me in yeah so they would end up going they would end up going to uh they went to tibet and they did procedure after procedure after procedure i mean doing uh spinning down blood way before we were spinning down blood to try to figure out like every little yeah. tiny like micro shit that they possibly could to prove Yes, Germans were the original. We are ancestors of a master race that were forced out of power out of a uh, out of a bad ideology. Everybody was jealous. They went after this. After everything started to crumble, the master race ended up having to go to Tibet, and Germans are descendant from that. That's what Himmler was trying to prove. Right, and you know then. Right. America came in and was like, yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit bombs. No. Or they were like, wow, they fucking have a point. Let's beat them. Let's take what they have. I don't Which think so. we can see that. I don't think that's what Fuck happened. Fuck you, though. Sean. There they is see no that. way. They do that, Sean. 
Okay. They did that. Yes, I know that they do that. But when you look back at any kind of evidence that was put forth by Himmler, it's always verifiably false yeah. in every single – there's not even one instance that you can go, yep, this is 100% true. We can confirm this by science. Take any kind of uh, eugenics theory mm-hmm. that he was trying to apply, any of the master races – Try to find anything about that. That could be covered up, but what can't be covered up is the shit him making his own making his own prophecies, the freaking Nordic runes that were found in a place that apparently only he fucking knew about. The Tibetan guy that confirmed his theory about the map that nobody else got a chance to talk with except for just him and his coincidentally SS and SD crew. Fuck off. That's yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Well, we, we well, already said your, that he your... was trying to recreate the German mythos, yes, right? it now. was all in the effort. I think it was all in the effort of propaganda, but I do think that he truly believed it. I think he saw the opportunity that what he believed could create better propaganda for his party and country as a whole, and he, there was nothing that could stop him. And I think that Hitler had the forethought to go, you know what? This guy is a driven motherfucker, and he is damn good at what he does. I can just let him roll, and he will, he'll get shit done. And then that was it. He'd check up on him every once in a while. Hey, what's up, old Heinrich? You want to catch a beer, Prost? How's, uh, how's, the old, how's the old research going? It's going great, my fear. It's going great. Fucking amazing. Yeah. You won't believe the shit that I just find. Okay, cool. All right, just keep me updated. But and then he'd go about his business. I, I see what you're saying, but I, I I don't think Hitler was that kind of person. So, you were going into the seven religions and the Tibetan guy? Oh, the, the seven races. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry, it's seven races. Which I found it, it was, it was interesting. You, like, started going hard, like, almost leading me into what I, like, I have this, a little bit of a hypothesis. Okay. I came up with. Okay. And I was talking to Steven about it, and that's why he brought it up. Cause I, and it's great because I didn't talk to you about it. So, seven races, right? So, Himmler believed that there was a master race, mm-hmm. the Aryans, right? Mm-hmm. Describe to me again what the Aryans look like. Blonde hair, blue eyes, above six foot. And they had an intelligence scale that was outside of IQ that they... Uh, rated them and there was a couple of random body features that they had to have uh, 36 foot tall right or something like that. Uh, yeah at least 6 foot tall um, there was a shoulder width for men and women and there was a, and there was some some muscular structure that they were that they would identify um, I want to say there was something else but I can't remember what it was something about their te- I, I remember their teeth it was like 30 or something like that. Okay. So, how many... You, you know how many known alien races we have? Seven. That are in contact with uh, with Earth? Seven. No. It, well, it says, it says it. that there are ten. But if you look through what they're all to be depicted as, at least three of them look almost exactly the same. Uh, just like variants of the grays, right? Okay. Um, it's height. There's like height differences, but they all roughly look the same. So 
you might narrow it down to seven if you, if you wanted to, but there's ten, right? So imagine that those alien races were the master races. What do you think about that? So that's my hypothesis. Hold on to that. Okay. One of those alien races that is in contact with us is called the Nordic. The Nordic aliens. Okay. This is off of Wikipedia, so take it for what you will. Read that first sentence of what the alien, the uh, Nordic aliens look like. And ufology, I love that it's called ufology. Just that's, like bring it's it a real thing. That you can I, get a degree. I know it's it's ridiculous. I guess to me, uh, Nordic aliens aliens are humanoid extraterrestrials purported to come from Pleiades who resembled Nordic Scandinavians. Professed contactees describe them as being six to seven feet tall, with long blonde hair, blue eyes, and fair skin. Ufologist. Oh my okay. god. Hey, that's all I wanted you to read. Yeah. Okay, so. That to me sounds remarkably similar or exactly the same. Uh, that's literally <laughs> the same exact. We're talking about the same thing. As the alien race, right? Yeah. Or as the Aryan race. So one of the things Himmler was obsessed with finding Atlantis, right? Oh, yeah. So he was obsessed with finding Atlantis. He he commissioned several expeditions to different areas to try and find Atlantis. If I remember right, some of those ships ended up... Uh... Gone? They were gone. Yeah, they dis- disappeared. Or did they? So, what is... If you look into history, or I, I should say, people who have tried to look for Atlantis or have made theories of what Atlant- Atlantis was, where it was, and stuff like that, one of them is that Antarctica is actually Atlantis. All of Antarctica? All of Antarctica. And that it just happens to, when the, when the poles shifted, it... So, Antarctica is pretty much just ice, right? Yeah. But they have found mountain ranges below that ice. Like, yes. below sea level. So, if Antarctica sank, the ice above it froze, or the water above it froze, right? I see what you're saying. And plus, with all the treaties, you know, what was that treaty in 1930s that they... Basically cut everyone off other than government going there. Right. And then if you go back to episode two that we did, Project or Operation High Jump, right? Yep. Going into the dam. Right. We went there and that was us trying to find a Nazi base. And that was in the in same Antarctica. time period too. Right. Son of that so, was that was just after the war. Right. And and Himmler believed that the Aryans came from Atlantis and then spread around the world. And that's why there's so many similar um, like artifacts and different things like culture kind of developed the same way around the world. So if the Aryans are the Nordics, right? And they're from Atlantis, Atlantis is Antarctica. Then you would find Aryan looking Nordics in Antarctica, Antarctica right? Uh-huh. And the Germans did find them, those ships that <laughs> disappeared. disappeared. Maybe made contact down there that would explain the wunda weapons uh, yeah wonder the wonder weapons the, the wonder weapons that, like does not make had. sense flying right. fucking vehicles that would explain all those things because even in operation high jump there's reported disc-shaped crafts that attacked vehicles right that had nazi swastikas on them this so uh, this that's what i'm that's what I, i'm okay. thinking okay Antarctica is Atlantis. Okay. Nazis did make contact. Okay. 
they do have did or do have a Nazi base. It's kind of like, do you think this plays on? It's quite possible that we now are still in contact with them and we have that base or maybe not. Maybe we're just trying to contain them now. Just monitoring them at McMurdo. McMurdo? That's the U.S. Uh, station on Antarctica. Hmm. I didn't know that. M- McMurdo Air Base, I believe it is. Hmm. Interesting. What do you guys think of that? I want to I, go. I tied to it all an- together. I want to. I want to go to Antarctica. Good I'm in. Luck. I want to go to Antarctica. I'm in. All right. Uh, Kickstarter, GoFundMe. How are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I. We can make this happen. Yeah. Whoever's our favorite listener. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I, I will take, we'll take a week trip. But however, to get there. Shit. Oh yeah. I, I mean to take about the flat Earth area. So if we run the. <laughs> so if we <laughs> run the flight. We would end up taking a flight to Argentina, right? Because that's one of the closest. Yeah, it would have to be Argentina, down to Patagonia. So we would take a flight to Argentina. That would take us, what, eight, eight, 12 hours, something like that from here. And then another. Would be a ship. Another five or six. I don't know if it would be Let's so. Just do ship in case we fucking crash in plane. Like we're we're good that on a ship. That is the most dangerous strait in all of the world. Yeah, yeah. Down at For the ship, of Argentina. Yes. Yeah. Like they they have waves that some of the biggest waves reported are there, mm-hmm. uh, upwards of like eighty foot waves. Well, fucking Operation Paperclip, they got there with ships. Some of them. I mean, uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm not you saying we can't saying. do it, but I'm just saying that's so dangerous. If you're worried about wrecking, I'd say probably playing safer. It's probably not going to be a bullshit vessel like we would be on either. Okay, <laughs> we'd so be on a John what do you, boat. What do, you think, what do you think of my my hypothesis? <laughs> that why can't I talk? To listen, you? I'm not gonna. Man, <laughs> don't you hate it when I'm? I want to be mad. I want to be mad. <laughs> I'm gonna give it two bananas, but man. I really want to give it a one because that seems way too logical uh-huh. to not be a thing. So I like I don't want to give Himmler credit for anything, but he might have been on to something. Might have he might have found some shit. Not with like the final solution or like killing Jews and stuff because that was obviously horrible. Oh yeah, absolutely um, no. But he might have not been entirely crazy about the whole other part. Do you think yeah. it was an alien race, or do you think it was just a civiliz- the civilization that was here, here for, first? You know, it could, be, it could be both. Could be both, really. I mean, it could be yeah. a race that was somewhere else. I just can't get came the fact to Earth. out of my head. Like, or that. maybe a hybrid. Maybe they, they were Nephilim. Yeah, because then when I'm thinking about it, a hybrid that propagated on Atlantis. Now that kind of makes sense to me because when you're saying that, I'm thinking of the flood that took out the Nephilim. You have a flood, then you have a reverse in poles, then you have that flood water freezing. Yeah, and now this is where you have buried Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they were the Nephilim. They existed prior to. They were hybrids. They're still here. Son of a bitch. We need to well, get a drill. That's it. We cracked it. There's cracked only it. there's only one way. Stream? Did we lose the stream? DM me. <laughs> there's <laughs> only one way to test this, and we need to go to uh, we need to go to Atlantis, uh, Antarctica. I do sorry. think we do need to take another trip, though. We got to find something. We'll Antarctica. We'll okay. 
So what is our bananas question? I always forget this. One banana is yes. Correct. Five bananas is correct. like correct. Too many. I like dicks in my face. No one yeah. want. Yeah, nobody eats five well. bananas. <laughs> I just can't, can't fit all those bananas in your mouth. You're out of your mind. <laughs> so what are we basing the bananas off, Louis? You're the question guy. You're the uh, one that likes to come up with. Uh, I don't even know. Okay, I guess just. I would try and base it on, like, do we believe a cult is real? Any of the Nazi occult stuff was legit or a specific Nazi occult thing? I I think I so. guess I would ask if, not if the occult stuff, like the mysticism and stuff is correct, because we can confirm some of the stuff that they were looking into was correct, but obviously all of it wasn't. I think, did the Nazis end up finding something through occult studies that... Do we think it was luck or do we think it was... I'd, yeah, was I'd, it luck or was it was it talent and hard work to find? I right. don't know. Because there are still a lot of smart motherfuckers in their military that... I mean, we stole a shit ton of them. Yeah, so like they yeah. were smart people. They weren't dumb and it probably just some of the guesses align. It's just funny. It's like after okay. that we became... So, that's the question. Do we think the occult stuff that panned out was a good guess? Or someone actually got got it right? I'm... Okay. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with they got it right. I'm gonna go with one banana. And the reason I say that is because they were not just all hands on this one subject they had hands in everything you can imagine so all you, over you believe that they had tapped into the ether that they they found something and didn't know what they found they had diesel bulb on speed dial and didn't know what to do with it no Fuck. i don't even Damn, think they, that's a hell of a... i don't think i think that <laughs> they found something and didn't know what to do with it and didn't understand it fully but it was working but it was working. They didn't fully understand it. Okay, so one banana for him, Stefan. Yeah, I'm one. I'm I'm one banana too. I'm gonna be one banana. I don't think they could have done it on their own. I think that the uh, the drive that they. I just think the whole influence was not from man itself. There's too much I that guess. went right. Yeah, there's too much that went that in the amount of time that they did it in. It was like, hey, they're involved in some other shit. There, there had to have been yeah. something and else for that was giving like, him a heads yeah, up. And, and, for, and I know that, yeah, we went to world war and everything, but for for the world to go at war, um, I think that uh, it was it was a, a motive in itself, you know, because of what was going on. Okay, I see. I'm like, I believe. Like Sean said, and you said that they they were able to tap into something, um, to for for some of it. Like I think that certain things just I think maybe more like Akashic record, like that they did have guys that were able to because I I believe in mysticism and stuff. I think they did have some guys on their crew that were able to lock lock in and do stuff right. Um, for 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 part of it, I think that gave them an advantage. I, th- but just know some of the history of World War Two and knowing the political and the social spectrum before it, 
I think part of their just on the speed aspect is what I'm talking right now. I think they were able to hit so hard and so fast because they had a plan and they believed that it was going to work so well. And the entire rest of the world had their heads up their asses and never in a million years thought that anything like this could happen. Like they, one, Germany was so advanced in their military, they blew everybody out of the war. No one could compare, not even close. Like when the war started, the U.S. would have gotten their asses handed to them. Right, that's why they had to have their allies join, yeah. Um, just, Just on like the technology that that Germany had. I think that's probably where Germany might have had some help mystically or or they're just fucking geniuses because the German engineering has always been incredible. Um but I, I I think I think they had an advantage because of it. So I'm gonna give like three, two two and three quarters of that I believe that they had their finger on the pulse. Not of, full, but yeah, it helped them. Yes, it was an. Aid. I think there were some guys in there that got it right. I think there was a yeah. lot of guys probably just guessing and yeah. Um, throwing, I'm, I'm with you too. Throw I, noodles on the wall. Right? Yeah, I don't think they intentionally got it right. Yeah, like I'm not saying they intentionally. I'm saying that if you try something enough times, eventually something is going to work, and you just probably don't know what it is. Yeah, but and, but you said you believe that they. That they, someone was getting it right regularly. Like they were able to tap into a thing. At least for a period of time. I think that there might have been one or two guys that maybe had like visions or was able to tap something, but it wasn't a regular, normal thing. And it was, it was intentional, but I think sifting through all the other hundred guys that they had. Oh, yeah. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of a, I'm, I'm on I'm I'm still one banana but it's like I'm I don't There's a th- humanistic part of this. Yeah, I yes. think victory that's I, what I, agree, I think that's victory what I will too. prescribe more victory. Like right. if you get one I mean you've been on a freaking team sports. You get one solid fucking out of the park victory. Dude, you're feeling fucking good and you I mean, have a, one play will change a game. You have better yeah. you have better yeah. odds than not. Of your next game being great, yeah. Just because you're so damn confident, and you like everybody feels more cohesive, and all you really need is that one play that changes the game. All they needed was a couple of their really smart guys happen to tap into Akashic record, and they catch a few good. Yeah, if you come up with one thing, that'll push you. You know, that'll push you three, four weeks down the road of kicking ass. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's I think that's probably what ended up happening. Mm-hmm. Um Ooh. that's kinda why I'm on that's why I'm on one banana. I think something ended up happening uh, of that aspect, but I don't think they were intentionally controlling it. I think it was just like, Oh, son of a bitch. Look what's, what we got going what's on. This? What's yeah. this? Look yeah. what I found. I can't believe my eyes. What's this? Yeah. What's yeah. this? It's all a big surprise. It's weird. It's like one, two. So, yeah. Okay. Two. That's kind of weird. It definitely is humanistic okay. characteristics. Yeah. All right. So, we got any space news today? Uh, it's okay if we don't. No, no space news. Oh, no. what's going on with the... Uh, weren't they supposed to release aliens and shit? Isn't that the 20th? June. I thought it was the 20th. Oh, 20th. This month. They said this month. Now they're just oh, elongating fucking it. 10 days, bro. I heard it got pushed back, but I think it's the 20th. Yeah. yeah. 
It's fucking nonsense. Yeah, I did okay. see an update that it could possibly be like other. Uh, they're saying it's other technology from other countries or something. That's just what I saw in the news. Or bullshit. Something. bullshit. <laughs> other countries not of this earth. <laughs> fuckers. Right. All right. So let's do this whiskey shit so we can. Alrighty. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, a bouncer too. Alrighty. Now we got. Uh, it is an Irish whiskey triple distilled called the Whistler from about an hour north of Dublin. This is a sourced whiskey. The company, uh, Bowen, ended up uh, starting up in 2015. So this is a 10-year-old whiskey. So the math doesn't work out, right? So they have to be sourcing it from somebody else that already has a 10-year-old whiskey. Um, aged in ex-bourbon barrels, 35% single malt and 65% grain. Blended, 43%. Uh, and generally cost about 38 bucks, but right now it's $33, uh, $34 at ABC. Um, Inflation's hitting everybody. Yeah, motherfuckers. Uh, I did a full-on review, and I'm going to end up, uh, I'll type it up and send it to one of y'all eventually at some point. We'll put it on the Put it up on the old page. Um, golden kind of hay color, that's usually indicative of it being a younger whiskey. It's not aged in a barrel for a very long time, so it doesn't get the color good or bad it's whatever your preference is usually it ends up mellowing it out it doesn't make it as harsh um as far as the smell man you get in there the first time and it fucking stings the first time judge of this (laughs) i'm a poor judge because they all make i actually really like this one so that first kind of sniff of it starts to sting second one tastes like the second one smells like honey nut cheerios to me i'm not getting any sting <laughs> but this this particular shot has been sitting. It's been the sitting entire for like, show. Yeah, so it's, it's been off cast. Yeah. Um, and this was this was also yesterday with zero anything in me. Fresh start. Um, and then kind of started to get kind of like a musty kind of hay, like a wet hay kind of to it. A little bit of floral, kind of like honeysuckle to me. Um, add a little bit of water, opens up more of everything. Um. Super thin, very light, not a very alcohol-tasting whiskey. Um, Nice light sweetness, uh, probably from that sherry cask, and almost tastes like cereal to me. Um, We we definitely do not eat the same cereals. (laughs) Like like Cheerios. It it, it tastes like Cheerios. Let 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 me sip this biatch. Tastes okay. like Cheerios to me, or stand, like it. Stand by for my gag, <laughs> or like an. <laughs> okay, that. Yeah, was good. Oh no, it's it's super easy, super was, light, yeah. super easy to drink. Now it, I can't say what it would have been like straight from the pour, but sitting for an hour and a half, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a wonderful whiskey. It really is good. I yeah. Like it. Um, kind of has that oversteeped kind of tea, little bit of astringency. Like if you let a tea bag sit for a little bit, a lot of big words, buddy. <laughs> um, and uh, as far as like the finish of it, it's it's kind of a short finish. It doesn't last for too long for me. Like it, you can tell it's there, but like yeah. the little the little bit that's there is mm-hmm. just like a. Have you ever had uh, like cereal milk? Like, like milk, like dude, like honey nut, like honey nut Cheerios. The milk afterwards, 
Just like drink it down. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. pretty much always all taste the same to me. So. so, fine. Cereal milk in general. After you're done, like a minute or two into it, that's kind of like the the sweetness that I have from it. It's like like you had it a while ago. And you're like, damn, I ate some cereal a little bit ago. That's the kind of yeah. That's what I get out of it. Super easy cereal with a little whiskey in it. Yeah, maybe with a little bit. Maybe a little. <laughs> you're still gonna have a little bit of that alcohol burn, but I mean, it's a super super easy. Like I'm giving it. A, I'm giving it a seven out of ten. Um, overall, uh, for its price range, I, I don't think you're gonna find very many. I don't think you're gonna find very many as good. Um, thirty to thirty to forty dollar range. I don't think you're finding anything as good as the Whistler personally and i'm pretty excited to see when they're using all of their own stuff instead of sourcing out their whiskeys because they're just taking like some shit from like uh probably a jameson factory or uh or somewhere else um which is super common when you start up a brand if you start up a a new brand you can't have a 10 year old brand when you just start out like you got to have something funding it all the way through that what yeah what that's Preposterous. So that's what a lot of people do. So I'm excited to see where they end up going with this. And I bet that everything that they have in just a couple of years is going to be so much better than even what it is already. But I'm still giving it a 7 out of 10. And I'm only giving it a 7 out of 10 because I want it to last longer. I want it to be more complex. But that's also pretty typical of an Irish whiskey because of the triple distillation. It cleans everything up, makes everything nice and light and Fresh. Easy to drink. Yeah, it's super. I love Irish whiskeys on that aspect. Okay, but I just want it to last a little bit longer. So I think that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, that's. <laughs> I was telling my wife this the same thing, the same the same exact thing. I was like, man, it's like good sex. You don't want it to last five minutes. You want it to last at least five and a half. Please, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm finished. Please, but huh? 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 What? <laughs> But yeah, so that's uh that's that's the whistler. Sweet. All right, I think it went good. It was a cool episode. Slancha, bunch of shit we could talk about. That there, we could have gotten way deeper. I know. So I, there's only so much. So we could, much. We scratch the surface. It's it's that's one of the things when you do a, a episode on historical events, there's, or like could, it, it, yeah. it all ties to so many other things. You yeah. gotta. Yeah, keep it no doubt. All right. You got anything cool going on, DMAT? You still nah, streaming well, on DMAT uh, RLG? Yeah, still streaming on DMAT uh, RLG. DMAT underscore, underscore RLG. If, uh, if you guys are on Twitch, go ahead and hit me up. Um, Louis got his own business. Yeah, so I, I'm sure you heard in previous episodes, I like to make leather stuff. Well, I kind of kicked it up a little bit into higher gear. Started making shields on the regular for people. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. And I made some jewelry the other day, some metal jewelry that I'm oh, pretty nice. proud of. So in the next couple months, uh, I'm moving soon. So once I get all that tightened up, right. figured out, and my shop set up again. Yeah, we'll put something on the Instagram. Yeah. Or, or we'll, we'll, we'll give a shout out to you on the Instagram or something. Sure. It's uh, uh, Fort Rivera Leather Company. Yeah. If you happen to look it up, you might find it. And uh, it's coming out pretty good. Shields are good stuff, which you're up next. So. Yeah. Think of an idea. I will. I will. Um, you got anything, anything left? Sean? All right. Well, we're closing it out. I think we, uh, uh, I think you want to try for the next episode being the uh, Protocols of Zion? Fuck yes. 
I'll, right, I'll cool. learn what those yeah. are and then yeah. we'll go over it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I'll talk to Klepper, see what see what the hell he does. All right. Ooh, maybe see if we can get Klepper in here. That'd be cool. That'd be we have a fourth mic. That'd be outstanding. All right, y'all. Well, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, this is episode 11. We're closing it out. Uh, if you guys uh, and girls haven't followed us yet, uh, we're on all socials. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, Facebook. Uh, give us a follow. Share with your friends. Let us slide into your DMs. Isn't that what the kids say nowadays? Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> if you Apple Podcasts and stuff, if you're on there, leave a review. Some five-star reviews are appreciated. No doubt. Uh, we'll read them on the air if there's any new ones. Yep. And same with the other podcasts. I don't I don't know how to review the other ones, but I'm old. <laughs> but I'm um, D-Matt. We're closing it out. And uh, we'll catch you all next time. Appreciate yep. it.